0: Welcome back to the Jordan sci Mini Podcast. I am wicked excited for you to listen to this episode with Inner Circle member, Allie. In her words, she went through what some people call the college 15, but in her words, the college yikes. And after that, she went through some stressful years. She had some really difficult time periods. When she got engaged, she really decided she wanted to take her fitness to the next level, she wanted to get her health in order, she wanted to achieve her fitness goals, and this is the story of how she did that on her own and through the inner circle. So I hope you enjoy it. Allie, thank you for coming on. Talk to you soon. Allie. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, I have to be honest, I'm delightful because this podcast is a very long time coming, and I appreciate you getting on the phone with me. And I'm just super excited to be talking to you.
1: Yes. And then I'm just giggling because if you hear noises, um, <laughs> I have a dog. And I'm trying to keep her busy, which makes me giggle because I remember your podcast with Mary, I think. She was talking about her kids and, like, throwing M&Ms on the floor or something. <laughs> so I, I tried to give her a treat, but now she's staring at me. But anyways, if you hear noises, it's my dog because she's what,
0: what kind of dog do you have?
1: Uh, Black Lab.
0: Okay, got it. And how old is he or she? She is a three. She's three. Got it. Got and it. Okay.
1: It wouldn't be me if I didn't start immediately talking about my dog. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like anybody who has a dog is that person. Anybody who yes. has a dog starts talking about their dog. So I respect that. Um, yeah. But so basically, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you because a long, long, long time ago, you made uh, a post in the inner circle um, about all of the progress that you'd made. And even long before you joined the inner circle and then also – It was culminating in your wedding, which your pictures were absolutely gorgeous. And I really, I just want to talk to you because success leaves clues. It's one of one of my favorite sayings. Success leaves clues. People who who make a lot of progress and who change their life in any capacity, whether it's in fitness, whether it's in business, and whatever it may be. And I think there's a lot to be said for hearing directly from the individual who's who's changed their life and and made extraordinary progress so could you just like just talk and, and i'll ask questions along the way of like what you've done like where where you started at where you were like start like from the very beginning like where you were before and then what sort of sparked the change in your life to make a change and then the struggles you went through and so on and so forth
1: Okay. Um, and then before I completely get started, I just want to say, because I'm going to talk about me the whole time, I'm sure. So before I do, I just, in case I don't say at the end, I just want to thank you personally, now that I'm talking to you on the phone, um, for putting the inner circle together, for just being so supportive with everything. So I just wanted to start off by saying thanks,
0: because you're
1: fantastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. And and listen, I I know it might sound weird to be like, I just want you to talk about yourself, but that's exactly what I want you to do because okay. I, I I think that I don't think I know for a fact that hearing your story and hearing directly what you've gone through, where you started, and, and I'll I'll start by saying this: the reason I I know this is because a lot of people say like, oh, they they look at these success stories, they look at what people have accomplished, and they say things like, I, I could never do that, you know, that's just not me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that that could be me. Like that I could be that story. But I know for a fact that's not true because I've seen people become that story. I've seen like Mm -hmm. you being one of – you are that story. You are that person. And I've seen it in many, many people, both in the inner circle, out of the inner circle. And I think for people to hear it directly from you, someone who has been through it and who goes through it, it sort of changes the perspective and the mindset that like, if someone's listening and – they don't believe yet that they could make a change and completely turn their whole life around that actually they could. And and I think that's where it really benefits to hear directly from you and your story.
1: Yeah. So I all will also say that I'm bad with like sequencing things. So we'll see, we'll see how this goes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I will kind of start just like, um, even when i was younger so i'm 29 right now but like during like junior high high school i was always active with sports like i played all the school sports imaginable um really into hockey and kind of all those things so i was just active all the time wasn't like going to the gym or anything when you're just busy with sports and stuff all the time and i guess i'll mostly probably just talk about um the fitness journey within like being active and then kind of my relationship with kind of food and nutrition um so yeah, in high school, active. Didn't really think about what I ate, um, but I was lucky. Like my parents, my well, my mom specifically, great cook. Like we didn't go out to eat lots. We didn't do any of that. Like it was home cooked meals all the time, so that was really helpful. Um, but she's also um, a phenomenal baker, so <laughs> lots of cookies <laughs> and all those kind of things. But when you're a teenager, doesn't doesn't really phase you. Um, so then I went off to college. So I'm from Saskatchewan, um, Canada. And then I went to college in North Dakota where I played golf. Um, and golf, um, you're not necessarily known for being, like, the most athletic kind of <laughs> crew in the school. Um, okay. So we, we didn't have, like, the early morning weight trainings and kind of those things like that. Like, our practices were we'd go to class all day and then go out to the cl- course. And, like, you did walk. You So you carried your bag and you walked for four or five hours and kind of played. Um, so at that point I was like 18, 19, 20, didn't know a lot about like weight training. I would go to the gym and typically like do the standard, I'll go on the elliptical and then pretend I'm doing some sit-ups because that's what I should be doing. Um, and then with that, the first year I lived in the dorms, so you're stuck on like the campus meal plan and all that, and not the best. (laughs) And like I said, I just don't, I wish I would have known in college what, what I know now about nutrition because it's like obviously I always knew fruits and vegetables were good for you but um when you're in college you have friends and you find out about all the deals like hey Friday at the bar it's free pizza from four to six (laughs) and all those things and two dollar pitchers at this one place on Wednesday nights and then you'd go to that feel like garbage the next day but you're 18 go to class and then just do it all over again so basically four years of that, <laughs> um, just kind of adds on, you add, like, I don't even think it was a freshman 15. It was just like a college yikes. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> oh my um, God. I had a mouthful of oatmeal in my mouth when, I, when you said that. That was amazing. It wasn't even freshman 15, just a college of yikes. Okay. that was So amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and yeah, so And then so after undergrad, um, so I got my degree and then I moved home for a year to work. So I lived with my parents um, and I did have a boyfriend at the time and he was into the gym, but he is also a guy and he would eat so much. And so (laughs) when we would go like we'd go out to dinner, it's like I've never been a person to like, yeah, we'll order an appetizer and then eat. And like, that's what we did. And it just was not good. Like he ate a lot. So then I ate a lot and it was just kind of a bad bad kind of habit and um so that was tough but living with my parents was kind of helpful because they are very active people they are in their 50s and they go to the gym like every weekend um they're constantly biking and walking and doing all they golf all the time too so they're just really good um role models to know that's kind of like where i want to be when i'm older i don't want to be um lumping around on the couch all the time um so I did that for a year, um, living back home. I was kind of going to the gym again. I was jogging, which is crazy. Cause I literally hate jogging. Um, and so what you talk about all the time, find something that works for you and that you enjoy. It worked. I mean, I lost weight. I felt better, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I was just doing it.
0: Got um, it. Okay.
1: So, um, then I started grad school. So this was like in 2016, um, and I think I just went back to the college excuse again, as I'm busy, I'm stressed, I don't have time to do anything. It's only one person. Why would I cook meals for myself when I can just pick up something really fast and things like that? Um, then when I was um, finishing grad school, and then I moved in with um, my boyfriend, which is now my husband. um <laughs> yeah after I said I was never gonna end up with an American here we are (laughs) um so then we were living together got engaged and then so once I got engaged um shortly after that um so we got engaged December like New Year's Eve of December um 2016 so 2017 is kind of when I was like oh boy Um, I'm getting married I want a long engagement because I my body is not where I want it to be when I'm in pictures when I'm picking a dress like kind of all that stuff so that's when I think I kind of um, we always hate on like social media and Instagram sometimes but honestly like since I'm not really dumb I think I've been able to find out like um, what you (laughs) like find out good people to follow and kind of figure out what they're saying makes sense like I like macros and learning what all of those and protein and don't be scared of carbs and all those kind of things. So, well, so,
0: so what did you, before, just going to backtrack for a second. You said like you, you wanted a long engagement cause you felt like you weren't where you wanted to be. Like, like what does that mean? Like where, where were you at, at a place in your life that you felt like you weren't okay with taking pictures for your wedding and stuff?
1: Yeah. I just, I knew we were going to um do engagement photos and send those out. And I knew like, with the world now of like just taking selfies and stuff, it's like I never had a full body shot like on the internet, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, once engagement photos happen, like, yes, we're gonna be standing and we're gonna, my entire body will be seen and like the side of my face. And ugh, looking in your side profile in the mirror is like literally one of, <laughs> one of the worst <laughs> things. <laughs> so I was like, just knew I needed time to, um, exercise like figure out what I wanted to do so the wedding was a big motivator but then even just like changing my mindset to be like well after the wedding like if I don't get it together now it's going to be harder like when if we start having kids and getting older like I want to get get it together
0: (laughs) yeah and and I have to say I I really like that you wanted a long engagement specifically so that you could do it sustainably so you could lose weight sustainably so you could get rather than a lot of people, they they have their wedding date and then they either wait a long time before they start getting their stuff together and then they want to lose it in eight weeks. Right. Or they have just they plan their wedding and it's very, very soon and they don't have much time and they're like they still want to lose it in eight weeks. So the fact that you not only deliberately had a longer engagement, but also got like started getting your stuff together and started doing things that for the long term you could do it slowly sustainably that that says a lot about the minds that you're going into it with
1: yeah so um and then um so october 2017 is when i think i found you or maybe i found you in the summer And then joined the, and I think I found, I swear I just had to follow someone randomly from my hometown and like he reposted something on your Instagram or something. And then I think I cyber stalked you for a while. And then (laughs) (laughs) I think I signed up for like your email, like the email list and then where it's like check out the inner circle and all that stuff. So then I joined the inner circle in 2017 which was literally the greatest because when I think back about like high school and all that stuff in college, like I've always been part of a team. Like a team has been like crucial to any sort of success and doing it on my own just was not working. And I did not want to be one of those people who not, like nothing against Beachbody and all that stuff because I really do think it works to have accountability people, but I wasn't interested in buying shakes and doing at home workouts <laughs> because- I can't work out at home because there was Netflix and my dog and <laughs> all these like I just I love can't. It. so I found the inner circle in October twenty seventeen and literally just within a month, I don't think I had even started the workouts yet. I was just like reading and listening to people and um doing all that stuff and then I a month later I went wedding dress shopping and Um, I walked in there and the lady was like just so you know sizes run small like and I was like I don't care I don't care what the size says like I just want to find it and like I don't think that ever would have happened before um I think I would have been really focused on the number but just like literally a month of that mindset like finding the people was like so helpful um just with kind of finding where I am and where my mind should be and being positive um so then January 2018 is when I kind of officially started the workouts. So January 2018, because my wedding was in August, 2018. So I set myself a goal from January to May, which is because I work in the school system. So it was like January to May, I want to lose. I was so focused on numbers at that point. I was like, I want to lose 25 pounds because I think that's doable. I think I should be able to lose five pounds a month. Um and I, I mean, it, I did because when you have a lot to lose, I feel like it, com- it comes off, and it's exciting. My pants were too big. Um, people were noticing. People I barely knew, which is kind of crazy. Like I've never had that happen to me before.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> like, what? Like yeah, what I, was going on?
1: I think I emailed you once about it where I was walking my dog. Cause like here we go. How should we have a dog count? How many times I <laughs> talked
0: about my dog? Um, I think that's seven. Take- Okay, seven.
1: Okay, we'll get at least to 75. Um, So I was, I live in this small little um, kind of neighborhood, not a lot of people. And I walk my dog all the time. Um, And it was like April or May. And then I was, this girl was driving down the street and she literally stopped. I remember this. Hey, have you been like, what do you, I don't know what you're doing, but you look great. And I was like, I've never talked to this person my entire life, but has obviously seen me just walking so I'm like that's amazing yeah
0: that's incredible
1: yeah so that I bet
0: I bet that person didn't think that you would remember that interaction for you know that that wouldn't be like an interaction that stands out in your life but I love how just something small like that just stopped like slowing down just to say that it was like like a very monumental point
1: yeah like it was crazy I was like I've never seen her before she literally stopped her vehicle to like roll down (laughs) her window. Which is so nice. Like, how many people do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, they might be scared they're going to hurt someone's feelings or they get nervous or whatever. Yeah, the fact that she did that, that, that makes me super happy. And I love that you remember it. And, like, that, that stands out. I, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Um.
1: So then summer came and I, like, I felt really great end of May. Like, wedding was a couple months away. And then summer hit and it was like, I knew I would have a harder time because it was like bridal showers and bachelorette parties and my fiance's birthday and just I mean summer is tough because people want to get there and want to get together go outside go for drinks kind of so I did okay but then I don't know I mean I the wedding I mean I loved it I don't regret like anything I loved it I loved my dress I I mean I don't feel I don't look at my pictures and think oh you should have lost five more pounds because five more pounds is where I wanted to hit and it, it didn't fucking matter.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. It wouldn't, have,
1: it wouldn't have made a difference. Um, I love
0: that. I love that. You know, that, that like the, that was an arbitrary number. Yeah. That like it wouldn't have made a difference.
1: No, it didn't. Yeah. Um, and then so wedding happened and then back to school, September, October. And then this was <laughs> ugh, this was a bad point. This is where I started really struggling um, mental health wise. Sorry. Whew, I told you I was going to cry.
0: It's okay. Um, I might cry too.
1: Um. So, I haven't got into a lot of detail with the inner, like, um, inner circle minus my close friends, um, of kind of what I was going through. But, so I'm Canadian and I married an American, and I'm on like a temporary work visa. And then I went through this phase where I'm like, I'm gonna get deported because I shouldn't be married yet, like, um, because you have to apply for the green card. But since I was like on a non-immigrant work visa, I was like, they're gonna see me and say, nope, you came in with wrong. Int-. Anyways, I was going to Google for everything and going batshit crazy, like insane. Wasn't myself, I wasn't cooking, I wasn't working out, I wasn't doing anything. Um, I hit like my lowest weight ever and I wasn't happy obviously because uh, I wasn't taking care of myself. Um, but I talked to the inner circle and so many people um personally reach out to me which was crazy um anyways I gotta stop talking because otherwise it'll be like "Eh." um (laughs) So that was kind of October November um I I did everything I in my power to take care of myself and I'm at such a good place right now like fantastic so I think that's why it's emotional talking about it because it's like it was rough but now like I feel fantastic um So I did what I needed to do and I feel great. And then, so that was like October, November, um, December. I started feeling like myself again. I was so happy. I was like, perfect. December hit. This is before the new year's. I'm going to kick ass again. And then because my life is a disaster, I broke (laughs) out. I broke out in hives, like the worst hives i've ever seen in my life (laughs) and i'm pretty sure it was just stress related because it wasn't i don't know i went to the doctor and we did something like just ridiculous (laughs) so that was like two weeks of just my body being so itchy and ridiculous like i couldn't do anything um and then I went home for Christmas and I was like, perfect. I feel good. And then I think it was just my body. Like so many like psychological things were happening where all of a sudden like my, I think it was just like inflammation still from having hives and being swollen. Like I would get up and like my feet hurt to walk on and then I couldn't bend my knee and then I couldn't bend my fingers. Like I had trouble putting like a shirt on in the morning. And I was like, I was like Googling. I was like, do I have arthritis? I was so confused. (laughs) And then that, like, I knew I was going to go to the doctor again because I was like, this is effed up. But I knew, like, every day it would feel a little bit better and then it would, like, shrink. And so I was like, I wasn't too worried. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's just my head. Like, stress has gotten to me and I'm messed up. And then, so I got over that. And then January um, was my birthday month. So what the fuck? I ate like an asshole for January, (laughs) I believe. (laughs) And then so I decided, okay, I don't have a wedding coming up, but my brother has a wedding coming up and I'll be a part of that. All I knew I'll have to be in pictures and I'm going to see so many people from my hometown and I don't want to look like trash. <laughs> so I did a, starting on like January 20, I can't remember 22nd or something, I started a 90 day challenge and it wasn't the like unicorn, str- like it wasn't a specific one that was in the inner circle, but it was like based on different parts of it where okay. I would like pick and choose what was manageable for me. Um, so like I did like the monthly workouts. Um, perfect. I did the monthly workouts and then I did just that calorie goals and I tracked everything like crazy. Um, and you,
0: and you had the 90 days, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do this for 90 days straight.
1: Yeah, I got out my sticker chart and I had like the, diff- the color coded stickers and I did all of that. And it was so helpful. And I oh, and also started like a daily accountability thread within the Facebook group, which was also super helpful.
0: That's huge. Um, so, so, so explain, explain the, the sticker chart for people who, who might not understand, because I think that's one of the most important things. Like What, what did you do? What does the sticker chart actually mean?
1: Um so I had a calendar and I went and wrote through just like 1 to 90 and then each and then I had like one sticker color for to mark a strength training day, one to mark I hit my calories and then one to mark going over my calories. Um and since I'm like a super competitive person and then knowing I was having to post that um to tell people like yeah it it helped because I was like oh, I love I, that. Yeah. And I didn't I mean I had days where I went over my calories, but not, like, I was really impressed. Like, I can't remember how many it ended up being over 90 days, but I'm pretty sure it was less than, I don't know, it was between 10 and 15, I'm pretty sure, like.
0: That's incredible. So out of 90 days, you were on point, like, at least about 75 to 80 of them.
1: Yeah, and I remember thinking at the beginning of that, once again, I put it on the number of weight loss. I was like, I want to hit this again. I want to hit this. And then, like, by, like, day... 30 or 45 I was like oh my god like I'm lifting so much more like I got so excited about um being out like when I was starting bench press it's like within that nine days in January I think I was like benching 70 and that was like that's as hard as I could go. like I was like okay this is tough this is what I'm doing and then like in a couple weeks I was like 80 I'm like this is amazing and then I hit <laughs> like and then by the end I was like benching 105 which I was, Holy shit. I was yeah so I was so more so much more focused on how much stronger I was getting than compared yes. to the number.
0: That's amazing. And, That's yeah, amazing. Like, and, and you were doing all of this while you were getting leaner at the same time.
1: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so it was incredible to be putting myself in a deficit calorie deficit and then just also getting stronger and like deadlifting. I did all of that. And then squatting, I wasn't really hitting high numbers. I, cause I was <laughs> posting in there and Tony's like basically, Get your butt. Like, you're not <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so then I started just practicing on getting more depth because <laughs> that wasn't happening.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Good. Tony Tony definitely doesn't beat around the bush on that. <laughs> no.
1: Well, and I think he did. He said it in a nice, like, his smart, <laughs> technical way.
0: Kind and like, smart <laughs> way, but being like, hey, stop cheating the range of motion. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. So then, yeah, I was so focused on just like getting stronger and lifting like I was so ex- like I one of my goals like I want to be excited to go to the gym and I was like I was I was, like I can't wait I love these workouts like the greatest I mean I love them and I hate them I always read them and I'm like oh lower body this sounds great and then I'm like halfway through I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible but great <laughs> And then so that finished and I, yeah, so that finished. And like I said, I didn't even care about the, like the number that I had lost and all that stuff. And then I took some time off from calorie counting. And then like, I think I t- told you on Instagram, I had like five weeks of just disaster. <laughs> um, so now, I'm, now that it's June, I'm kind of starting to do the sticker chart again, just because I need it. Like I, I know what is like help keeping me accountable and kind of those things so that's one thing that's the inner circle has totally helped me with in you and your mindset like like you said you can't fuck up it's like no because now I it was five weeks yeah but now I'm getting my shit together again I'm not gonna spend a year of being eating poorly and not working out and doing those things because I you realized how bad you feel when you don't eat right
0: you know what you know what I am interested in is so when did you start like when was the initial start period of when you were like I want to get my stuff together that that was prior to your wedding correct that was it during your enga- at your engagement
1: yeah but I mean probably since even grads like college undergrad from like 20 2008 2012 I probably did not think about it at all okay I'm guessing I didn't my say my thoughts would probably be like 2013 was when I moved back home and was kind of like realizing like, oh boy, college was rough. I need to get it together. But then could never find a consistent, what, what I liked, what worked for me. And and the thing about me is, (laughs) this is terrible. I don't like getting help if I'm not already kind of good at something. (laughs) Okay, Like, I was like, A personal trainer, yeah, that would be great. But I was like I don't wanna be embarrassed that I'm not good at something before starting it, you know?
0: I think that if that
1: makes sense. I I think that
0: makes so much sense. I think that a ton of people would resonate with that in terms of people don't wanna go do they don't want to get a personal trainer because they feel like the personal trainer would make fun of them or judge them or think like like they they're like I'll wait until I get a personal trainer until like I'm good enough to the point in which the personal trainer won't think I'm that bad type yes. of thing yeah or it's like mm-hmm. people people are like oh i'm not I'm gonna wait to do a power thing meet until like I'm strong enough until nobody there thinks I'm that bad type thing it's like people don't want to do it as a beginner because they don't want to be judged as a beginner even though they would never recommend that to anybody else and they would never judge anybody else. But when it's themselves, it's like, no, I want to wait until like I'm at a point in which I won't feel like so embarrassed because I'm a beginner type of thing.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: I very much get that. And I, the funny thing is we all logically wouldn't recommend that to anybody, but emotionally we tend to treat ourselves very differently. Um, I think it's an important thing to recognize. Um, So let's say, let's say from like, we'll call it from the time, like you were engaged until until now, body comp wise, like how much have have you improved from then until now? Like, what? Like you mean? Just like in, Like, are you in a massively different place than you were then?
1: Yes. Like, I would. I mean, right now is kind of a bad time to ask after <laughs> after my. But um, actually, no, because that's what I mean. Like overall, like for my highest weight, I just go by weight because numbers is such an easy thing to compare yeah. it to. Not. Um, Like at my highest weight, I'm still consistently down 20 pounds from that that I haven't gained back.
0: That's amazing. So, And and that's really what I want to highlight in terms of even though there have been periods of inconsistency and periods of massive stress and periods of, of worry and angst and just period of going completely off track, even with all of that, you're still 20 pounds down from where you started
1: yeah and clothes like i used to hate going shopping and buying things and now like i get it like i have found outfits that i enjoy like that's fun (laughs) i
0: I think i think this is a really really important discussion for people to hear and for for you to recognize is that even though you what you spent five like five did you say five months or five weeks where it's just like not good yeah like and that's in, that doesn't even include the times when you, when you got the hives and then the other times when you, just, when you just went off track for a period of time. Like Even with all of those intermittent periods of not being on point, you're still 20 pounds down from where you started. And I think a lot of people, they judge their progress day to day. So like if they hit an all-time low one day and then four weeks later, they're several pounds higher, they just look at it as massive failure. Because they look at it as like what it was from the all-time low until where they are at a current point. But they don't realize that, well, they're still 20 pounds down from where they started in the first place. And when you look at things from that from the short-term perspective, it's very easy to get demotivated, demoralized, justify quitting when if you do what you're doing now, when you're looking, well, from where I started to where I am now, I'm still 20 pounds down. It it lets it's the perfect example. It's the quintessence of long term strategy, long term in mind, and that this doesn't have to change in a day or a week or a month or a year or even three years. It's slow and steady progress. And understanding that throughout those years, throughout those days and weeks and months and years, there will be periods of time that are up and down and left and right and twisting and turning and diagonal and jumping and twisting and all this stuff. And that's okay, because when all is said and done, years and years and years down the road, you'll be better for it, you'll be happier for it, you'll be healthier for it, you'll be stronger for it.
1: Yes, and I truly think if I didn't find you in the inner circle and Susan, um, I'm pre- I don't think my mindset would have been there. Because, I mean, I'm, I am know I threw myself a pity party for a couple days being like, uh, you blew it. And then I was like, no. What would, what would Jordan say? What would Susan say? They would say, you're fine. Eat a better meal tomorrow. Go to the gym. And that's
0: it. And, that's it. Just get yeah. back on track. That's yeah. really it. it. So why do you think – People struggle with that. Why do you think people struggle with getting back on track?
1: I think because change is hard. Like, I don't know, just falling out of a routine is, I mean, and then getting stuck. And then, I don't know.
0: So, let me ask you this. What has helped motivate you to get back on track? Like, for example, like, when you you said, you know, like, I would say and Susan would say, like, hey, just – Get back on track, get back on track the next meal. Like what, what has allowed you to sort of internalize that mindset um, and, and get back on track?
1: Um, how I feel and just the change in it. I mean, we talk like how I look It like, I know like before, after my 90 day challenge, I was really happy with where I looked physically and I was like, I can do that again. Why can't I? And then, honest, and then seeing um, the other people in the inner circle, they post their journeys and their pictures, and it's like, yes, they can do it. I can do it. We got this kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, when I don't eat well, like, and I'm tired, and I'm on like, I just don't like that feeling. And then knowing, so I always compare. Now it's like, okay, yeah, I can go out and do all this stuff, but how am I going to feel tomorrow? will I feel better if I know I make better choices and then can feel great by going to the gym you know i think i've really realized that i like how much more energy i have and just how better i overall feel when i'm doing better
0: you know that's there's interesting on on several several aspects of what you said number 1 in terms of obviously you set these number goals because numbers are really easy to work with. Right. But even though you had these number goals, it sounds like what was really most important to you was focusing on how you felt. Yeah. And when you focus on how you felt rather than what the number said, you allowed yourself to get back on track more quickly because it wasn't like a number was destroying you or, or the number was making you feel bad if it wasn't what you wanted it to be because you knew regardless, you felt better. Right.
1: Mhm. I think yeah.
0: it's a really important point when people make a lot of people sort of hate on number-based goals. And number one, I think it's it's sort of pretentious to hate on anyone's goal. Like anyone's goal can be whatever right. they want it to be. But not to mention that numbers are very good objective data if you're using it objectively. Numbers are not good data if you're using it emotionally. Right. what you did so well is that you had this objective data, you had these number-based goals because they were relatively easy to set from, okay, well, here's a number, I want to hit it. But even though you didn't hit the exact number, you didn't let it demoralize you, and you always were able to keep getting back on track because you knew in the end you felt better when you were doing things the way that you know you should be doing it. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really important point to really clarify. And then also the other thing is, you, something that you sort of said very quickly, I think it, it's easy to gloss over is you, you would look at people in the inner circle and you look at them posting their success stories. And you're like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. And it's, it's a really interesting aspect of self efficacy, which I know you've heard me speak about ad nauseum, but self efficacy being your, abil- your belief in your own ability to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. And one aspect of self efficacy is called social modeling. And in other words, looking at other people who have succeeded, which is one of the main reasons I wanted to speak with you is because you're a perfect example of what other people can look at and be like, wow, if Allie did it, like I can do it too. And so that's one of the things that you said helped you is being able to look at what others have done, look at others' success and say, you know what, if someone else can do it, so can I. And here, you know, if you're seeing a bunch of other people in the inner circle doing a 90-day challenge... And they're being successful with it and they're working through it. And, but not only are you seeing them be successful with it, you're also seeing, you know, you had 10 to 15 days in which you went over your calories. You weren't on yeah. point. Yeah. I was just going seeing...
1: to say, cause it's not all glamorous. You see them posting, saying, I had a bad time.
0: <laughs> that's exactly right. When you see that you went over your calories, when you see that you didn't stick with it a hundred percent, when you see that there were days that were really tough. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I did that 10,000 calorie challenge in the middle of my fat loss phase, because. I wanted to show people, listen, I'm going to do this and I'm still going to lose fat over the next 90 days. And that's one of the reasons why I like a 90 day challenge as opposed to a 21 day challenge or whatever, because 90 days, there's so much time when, when you're actually consistent over 90 days, there is so much time to see progress. And Mm -hmm. I think any challenge, I think sometimes it, it. a 24 hour challenge is warranted 20. If someone's having trouble just getting started, one of the, my favorite things to challenge them to is a 24 hour challenge because that's enough to get them started just with trying something. And then from 24, go to 48 and 48, 72, 72 to a week. But I think that you are the perfect example of being able to use numbers objectively, not emotionally, and also really focus on listening to how you feel rather than listening to how like how you know you feel better when you do things a certain way versus only looking at a number and being like well the number says this so maybe that means that's how I should feel i think you you did a very good job of discerning between how you actually felt how you actually felt better now, I'll, I'll give you an example i i got a direct message earlier this morning from a, a woman saying hey you know i've been i've been on a diet for about three months now and i've been losing fat and and i feel really good and i've been jogging three times a week but i've recently been seeing people on instagram saying that jogging is bad for weight loss so should i stop and i was like why hold on let me just get this straight number one why do they say jogging is bad for weight loss and she was like well i don't i don't know i was like okay so you feel better you're losing weight you, you like jogging, all of this is, is, is positive. But because someone said jogging is bad for weight loss, you're willing to stop doing it just because someone said it, even though you feel way better. And she was like, okay, that's actually a really good point. I hadn't <laughs> thought of it like that. And I think that's what you did really well. And I think it's an important thing for people to keep in mind is focusing on how you're feeling and how you're doing, not what someone else is just randomly saying is the right or wrong way to do it. And mm-hmm. it's super, super important. and That's sort of what, what I always want to talk about is how to make people better critical thinkers, not just tell people what's right and wrong, but teach people to be able to critically analyze what is best for them based on how they feel. And then if other people are saying certain things, being able to read it objectively and, and from an educational standpoint and saying, like, okay, you know what? That doesn't actually make any sense based on what I'm doing, and I'm feeling way better actually doing that, so I'm going to keep doing it regardless of what you say.
1: Yeah, um, and it's yeah, and then I talk to other people too now, and it's now I just have to learn to bite my tongue a little bit because there are still lots of people who are like saying I'm going all carb free and all that stuff, and it's just like what I'm not going to budge in because I'm not a professional, but as long as long as I'm sticking to what I'm doing, I they can do whatever they can figure out their own journey.
0: A hundred percent, and you you love cooking, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, and you, you, I mean, you have an entire Instagram based around healthy recipes, right?
1: Yes, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I basically, so I work in the school system. So in the sem- last summer, I think I was bored and I was like, here we go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am though. I love food pictures. I don't know. So many people don't. So like, I don't want to post it on my personal Instagram because people are going to be like, God, this is annoying. <laughs> So, like, I'll start a new page for people who actually want to see them. And if not, that's fine.
0: (laughs) And these are meals that you actually eat, correct?
1: Yes. And that's what's been so helpful. Like, um, a lot of the time my husband doesn't eat some. I mean, for dinners he will. But, like, brunches, like, I love. Like, I hated eggs for, like, the tor- first, like, 25 years of my life, and then I forced myself to like them, and now, like, I'm obsessed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you hate them? You just didn't like the taste?
1: Yeah. Well, and I still, like, I will om- I will never eat a runny yolk egg. Like, that makes me want to vomit. Like has Really? Be- yeah. Those Ooh. are my favorite.
0: No, it's got to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, I respect that. They're well, still my think, favorite, but I respect yeah, that.
1: I used to be like when I was a, like, I was a very picky eater and now there's very little things that I will not eat. So I like trying new things and browsing foods, and yeah.
0: Cause I know I I love the food pictures that you post on Instagram. <laughs> I know a lot of the inner circle members love it and like they've they follow it religiously. What what is the Instagram, that Instagram handle, just in case people want to follow you and look at the recipes you're making?
1: Um, I believe it's just cooks. So A L I dot cooks.
0: Ali dot cooks. That's a great Instagram handle name. It's super easy. Super easy. I'm yeah. surprised <laughs> it wasn't taken. That's actually that's amazing. Yeah. Ali dot cooks and and I know like I see you post you post very frequently like several times a week at least yeah
1: now yeah now that I'm off of the summer and I have time to plan and grocery shop it's yeah it's a lot more fun because Rico's
0: looking at it right now Rico's probably oh. through looking at it. he's like oh wow these look good <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they're great so Ali number one I want to say thank you for for taking the time to come on and and just. Talk about your story and, and be very honest and forthright about it. I, it means a lot. Is there anything that that you would either want somebody else to know before before we hang up or any, anything that you would want your your past self to know before like getting into the, all of this? like what message would you like to leave someone with whom, someone who might be getting having trouble getting started or having trouble believing that they could actually succeed? What would you like to leave that person with?
1: Oh gosh. So I think we, I'm, I'm honestly going to focus on the mental health side of things for this because I had so much help. So if there's anyone who listens to this and is in the inner circle, just message me because I mean, I don't have all the answers, but honestly just having someone to check in with you made the world of difference. So I don't, I'm not going to give even any fitness or nutrition advice, but just if you need someone to talk to message me.
0: I love that. I love that. Just yeah, knowing that you have someone there to support you and encourage you and listen to you is, is invaluable. Um, so I appreciate that. So Ali, thank you so much for getting on the phone with me. Thank you. That was so fun. This was amazing. I'm going to let you know when it goes live. And, and again, if anyone would like to follow Allie, cooks, A L I dot Cooks on Instagram, amazing recipes. And obviously within the inner circle as well, but Ali, I love you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay.
1: Okay. Bye.